This is Ursula Hogan welcoming you to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio where we feature interviews which go into detail on some of the events in the news this week. Irma Rogers, together with Finn Close from O'Callaghan's, recently won the All-Ireland Under-15 handball title. Leo Doyle spoke to Emer and asked her about the win. And now we're joined on the line by a well-known Scarif young lady, a lady who has really hit the heights in, in, in sport here in East Clare lately. She has picked up under-16 medal, a minor championship medal, a senior championship medal, and an Ireland medal. All in, 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 most people are on lockdown, but it's uh, Emer Rogers. Emer, you're welcome to Scarif Bay Community Radio. Thank you, Leo. Emer, what a busy time, an exciting time. You know, we'll start off with the handball. First of all, massive congratulations on winning an All-Ireland uh, medal. A uh, very proud moment. Yeah, it was. It was very proud, definitely, because it's my first All-Ireland medal ever. So, big moment. And I suppose, which was a strange year for everybody, you had a long wait to play the knockout stages. Yeah, we got through to the All-Ireland final just about a week or two before COVID hit and lockdown hit. So long wait we couldn't really do much training but then as soon as we got the fixture we were straight back training for it and uh, during the lockdown then obviously the, the LE was closed officially closed I suppose but how did you manage to keep uh, the handball skills going during the lockdown Emma? Um, so for a lot of it we weren't allowed near the alley at all but eventually we were allowed in just by ourselves whoever had a key so I was kind of going over there by myself, but we weren't allowed to train in pairs, so we had to wait a good while for that. And Eva, you might tell the listeners who your uh, partner is. Uh, Fina Close from the Mills. And how long have you how long have you been playing together? Um, so we our first competition was last year's competition. We had played against each other before, but last year was our first year playing together. And uh, Emer, you know, for a good partnership to come together, you know, obviously you know Fina uh, quite well, and she's a fine, I've seen her playing. She's a fine player as well. Um, how often would you have would you train together when when things are going well? Um. So before COVID hit, we were training maybe three times a week, and then just recently when we got the fixture, we were kind of back three or four times a week because we only had about two weeks' notice. So we were trying to get in as much as possible. And who who is your official coach? Or who who's your main mentor? Um, so it would have been my dad and then Fina's dad, Jimmy. All right, uh, yeah, a good good experience, hence. And Emer, what was the you know obviously who had you to beat in in the early stages? And you might tell the listeners who you beat in in the final event, Ireland final eventually. Um, so we didn't have anyone to play in the Clare competition because there's only three of us in our age group that were in it. So me and Fina took the doubles. And then Anya Lenehan took the singles, so we had to go straight on to Munster, where we beat Tipperary. And then we went on to an All-Ireland semi-final, where we beat Galway. And then COVID hit, so then we had to wait a while, but then we beat Kilkenny in the final. Nice one. Always, always sweet and nice to beat the Cats in an All-Ireland final. It makes it all, all the more worthwhile. And what was the score, the actual score in the final, Emer? Um, The final score in the final was 15-7, 15-9. Comprehensive, comprehensive enough. There's no doubt. And, Emer, did you, you know, did the interest go, or how did you, you know, how did you keep up the interest? Because obviously, for an All Ireland final, you'd be interested. But was it hard to get motivated again, uh, or keep motivated during the lockdown? No, even though I know um, there was an All Ireland final on the horizon. 
Yeah, I suppose for the start of it, it kind of was. But then once we were kind of knew that it was definitely going to be played, because there was originally a bit of doubt. <clears throat> then once we knew it was going to go ahead, we kind of, like the motivation came back and we were trying to get in as much practice as possible. And how did you marry that in with uh, training for Camogie? You know, it's very hard to keep them all going, you know, and you were playing Camogie to a high level and, you know, you were involved in so many competitions there also. Um, yeah, so we kind of got some of our Camogie schedules in advance. So then we were just kind of trying to go around <coughs> my schedule and Fina's schedule and thankfully it all worked out in the end. And of course, the Northern Ireland final, nothing not, not to be sneezed on that. Also, then, of course, the, the Camogie season was, was more, than, more than busy. You were part of the minor team that won, and you were part of the senior panel that won, and last Sunday at the crown of the year, an under 16 medal from last year, also. Yeah, it was a big year anyway for Scarf Gunnow, and to be part of, for first things, the first minor team to ever win a county final in the history of the club was just amazing. And the part of the senior team for the second ever senior county title was just amazing as well. And did to crown it off, of course, to finish off, close off last year, you know, with, with a win as well. Tis, tis, uh, some going. I suppose it's an unfair question to ask you if you are uh, picking a choice between the handball or the camogie, which is, which is your first choice? Oh, I don't know. That's a tough one now. But I probably have to say the camogie just because I've been at it longer. But they're definitely both up there tied together. And come here, Emer, with the handball, what's next on the horizon, you know, for Emer Rogers? I know we're at the close of 2021. What's next uh, for Emer Rogers in the handball court? Um, so it'll probably be the She's Ace Women's Festival in January up in Tyrone. If that's going ahead, I'm pretty sure it is. But that would probably be the next big competition. And at the end, say, 2022, what's your, what's your aim? What is your main aim then at the end of the year? Where would you hope to be at the end of 2022? Um, well, I'd hope to have won another All-Ireland title, but we'll see how that goes anyway. Yeah, and, and Eivor, obviously, can you play the singles then as well, or once you opt for doubles, is that it? Um, no, so I think the way it goes is we, the three of us have to compete again, and one of us will get the singles and the other two will get the doubles, but this year, since me and Fina won the All-Ireland and Anya Lennon won the All-Ireland in her singles, we have to play the age above now. So we right. can't play our own age group. And that's going to be that's going to be a big challenge. Yeah, that'll definitely be a big step up anyway. It'll be more competitive and everything, so hopefully. And come here, I suppose look at obviously you, you say your father and, and, and Jim Close are great coaches, but you know, the amount of dedication and, and, and time that goes into it, you know, obviously you're a very dedicated sports person, but I know without without the support of the family at home, this wouldn't have been possible either. No, definitely not. Like the support around has been huge, and just leading up to the All Ireland, leading up to all the camogie, just the support from everyone has just been amazing. Eamor, you're a special talent. There's no doubt about it. So a lot done, and plenty more to do. We take take the time to thank you. Talk to us here on Scarif Bay News Radio, and we wish you the very, very best for the year ahead. Thank you, Leo. Eamor, it's a pleasure. If you feel energetic on Christmas morning, there's a swim taking place in Monshannon Harbour in aid of Raheen Hospital. Claire Henchy chatted to Jim Collins about this event. Now, I'm joined on the line by Claire Henchy from Scariff. Claire, you're very welcome again to Scariff Bay Community Radio. Thank you, Jim. A pleasure as always. Claire, what do I hear about a Christmas swim? 
Yeah, uh, Jim, I have for the last, well, this will be my sixth Christmas doing it. Yeah. Um, I've always done it in, well, sorry, last year I did it in uh, Mount Shannon Harbour. Prior to that, there's a, a gang of us lunatics that go down on <laughs> Christmas morning to, yeah, if, sorry if that's what you want to call it. Christmas well, no, morning, th- those we are you, go down. Those are your words, no care, <laughs> not mine. Yeah, well, <laughs> there's, well, we've always gone down to um, a Two Mile Gate and I started doing it um, the Christmas after my mother passed away, just, I suppose, just to get out of the house on Christmas morning. Um, it was a bit of a difference. And I've started doing it with, there's a few, like I said, a few of my friends go down and, and over the years, um, other families have joined us that they may have had family members pass away during the year. And, and that seems to what, you know, draws down there, you know, whatever, whatever reason, you know, we've gone down. And like I said, last year with COVID, we couldn't, it was cancelled in Two Mile Gate. So a few of us went down just in our own bat down to Mount Shannon Harbour and went in for a dip on Christmas morning and there was, you know, people coming and going. I, I, there was a lot of people, but not all all as a group. So this year I had said, I said, look, you know, it's the same lake, same day. Why not try and and, and organise something for Mount Shannon rather than us all going down to Two Mile Gate, um, which is what this is about. And um, if I may just thank the Whitegate Camogie Club they had originally um, organised or wanted to organise a swim for their club, you know, for the kids as a fundraiser. Um, and I'd like to thank them. They're, they have agreed to delay their fundraiser because this fundraiser is in in aid of Raheen Community Hospital. Yes. Um, and basically what it is, is obviously you're going into swim, but um, local businesses in Scarif have kindly donated um, uh, alcoholic beverages, <laughs> hot <laughs> alcoholic beverages to be provided on the day. Yes. Um, hopefully, hopefully after is. after you come out of the water. No, actually, would oh. you believe before? Because I've been told that it's uh, best to warm yourself up before and not after. So, okay. look at I. I'm only going. This is medical order. No, I'm only joking. <laughs> no, typically, what it is is that. Um, uh, like I said, it, it's kind of mirroring what uh, they do in Two Mile Gate. Yes. Um, there's teas, coffees, hot chocolates, hot whiskies provided. They're they're donated by the locals, local businesses, what have you. And while they're not on, they're not for sale. They're we're just asking for a donation. Um, and obviously, you know, if you have a family member that wants to do it, by all means, just. Could the whole lot heat come down? Now I know, obviously, it's a, it's not, it's not a great time on Christmas morning for those people to go to mass on Christmas Day, but for others, they do go Christmas Eve, and it's an excuse to get out of the house and maybe you know for a half an hour or something, and yeah. and do something different just to get out. Um, and and basically, it's just like there will be buckets for donations down there. Um, it is totally if you want to just come down and, and laugh at those that are doing it or looking awe, that's that's okay too. But um, you know, just just it's just look at like I said, it's just asking for donations. Everything is voluntary. Yes. Everything is donated. And and I'd like to thank actually Ashlyn Cahill. She is. She owns the the coffee shop down at the harbour, and she has kindly um, offered to open for an hour 
um, that morning to obviously to, to kind of provide the coffee as a base to, to have the teas and the coffees and the hot chocolates and the hot whiskies. So I'd like to a huge thank you to her for donating her time on Christmas morning to do that for this. Lovely. So you don't so have yeah, to go so into the water. You can just turn up and, no, as you say, have a laugh no. and donate. Absolutely. Like I said, it's all going into Raheen. Um, there's no cost involved. All Everything that you know, that's down there is being donated kindly by the, the generosity of, of, of the local businesses. Um, and yeah, just come down and donate and, and watch us and yes. <laughs> join us, do whatever you want. You know, it's, and you tell know, me, it's, it is. What, what time uh, is it, we'll say, is it all Sorry, about to, to splash it's, off? It's, it's a we're well typically obviously because it's Christmas morning and people have to get home and cook Christmas dinners and all the like. Um it's eleven o'clock sharp, but we will be down there from about a quarter past ten onwards. So if you want to get one go into the water early, um, to get back for mass in obviously in your local parish, we're we're kind of giving a big shout out to Whitegate Mount Shannon, Scarif, the Dyke. Ogunlo, I know some a lot of people in Ogunlo may probably go to the one in Two Mile Gate, yes. um, Fecal, Killinane, any basically anyone in the area that you know that you know just wants to just to come out and if if they do it, I know there's a lot of people even in the Camogie Club in Scarif Ogunlo that they do a daily swim, which absolutely amazes me that they do this on a regular basis and not just once a year. Um, so there is there is that, um, a lot of people, like I said, in the area that do it, I, I hear that there's another group of ladies that go out at, I, I can't remember the actual official name of it, Jim, you might be able to help me out, but it's down by Doreen Henley's. Oh yes, um, Knockafer. And apparently, that's so that's it yes. yes and apparently they meet every weekend and a gang of them just go in for a dip or a swim or whatever so it is a very popular activity but um like i said it's just this is an organized event and it's going for a fantastic cause in um, for Raheen community hospital so we're just asking everyone just to come out and join us if you can at all and tell me have you been um we'll say conditioning yourself as people might do <laughs> going in every so often just to get used to the water uh during the winter or is this going to be an almighty shock to the system <laughs> no jim it's the shock and awe factor we're going for christmas day <laughs> no i i have not been in well i've been in the water in the summertime which was fair cold down in, in mount shannon but no the the shock the shocks the shock will be coming to the system on christmas morning it's okay. um yeah and you're and you're back in and you you freeze and you get back in the car but it i have to say the first year i did it i thought this is absolute madness um and but look at the like I said the first year I did it it was actually quite funny because we were all below in the two mile gate and there was people well I should say men going in in speedos there were people going in in Santa costumes elf costumes so it's not just going a bathing suit like they really really went out you know their county jerseys Chris Santa hats you name it it's yes. it's just it's a bit of fun and you know everyone it's it's and, and actually, I'd, I'd like to thank as well, Brian Kennelly has, has kindly offered. He's going to be out in the harbour in a in a boat just in case anyone gets into difficulty and just keeping an eye on things. Um, 
and uh, yeah, it's just kind of just to, like I said, minding things. Um, and it's just, it's just, I mean, it's literally, we're not going out too far. Everyone will probably go out way steep, go down to your shoulders, dip in, dip out and out you get. And, yeah. you know, it's, it's not, a, when I say it's a Christmas day swim, so many people, they literally just go in, dunk their bodies and back out again that you don't have to swim around for five or 10 minutes inside in the harbour. It's just get yourself wet and, you know, wear your county colours, wear your club colours, whatever. It's, it's anything goes. It's just to get into the water and it's um, a fundraiser and it's just a bit of fun. Lovely. Well, Claire, we congratulate you for doing it. Well done. And to the other people who are involved. And hopefully yeah. it's a very good cause, Raheen, because all of us or our families uh, benefit in some way from having Raheen Hospital there. So well done on that. Such a good cause and good luck. And hopefully everything will go well and that you'll get back in loads of time to enjoy or even cook <laughs> the Christmas dinner. Yes, yes, absolutely, Jim. And and, and, I, and thanks again to Scarborough Radio. You're absolutely fabulous. And, you know, Jim, if you want, you can always do an outside broadcast and maybe dip in yourself with a little cold bit of water. You never know. It might re- revitalise you for Christmas Day. <laughs> it might indeed. I'll put it to our group of volunteers and see if there's anyone going yes, down. Okay. No, that's fantastic. Listen, Jim, thanks so much. Thanks, Claire. Thank you very much. All and right. uh, good luck on Take the day. Take care. You have been listening to News Extra on Scarf Bay Community Radio. Join us again next weekend and we'll keep you updated on the local events. This is Ursula Hogan for Scarf Bay Community Radio. Mm-hmm.